0: What's up, everybody? Happy Friday, May the 14th. We've made it to yet another Friday, thankfully. Thanks for tuning in, whether you're on Locked On Padres and you're unfamiliar with this voice or you're on Locked On Cardinals and you're very familiar. I am the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan, Lucas Smith, and we've got a crossover edition today with the man, the myth, the legend, Javier Reyes of Locked On Padres. How you doing, my friend?
1: I'm I'm feeling great, man, for a wow. lot of different reasons. Uh, it's so good, man. I, the the PS5 is secured. Oh, to break really? that news now! Yes, man. Shout, shout out the Rylan Styles uh, for telling me how to like giving me the plug. You know what I mean to find out where where, where it's coming. Yeah. And also, the Padres are playing. Maybe not elite,
0: elite baseball, but they're playing well. I think that sure. the freak out over them is a bit much. But yeah, I'm doing pretty good, man. How about you? Good deal. Yeah, I'm good. Cardinals are playing pretty good baseball. They fell on Wednesday. We're recording this Thursday before the game. So maybe I'll be happier. But we'll come Friday, if the Cardinals <laughs> win this, this afternoon. But uh, before we get too far into it, let, let's uh, got a locker room thing that we're going to do this this Sunday the so Cardinals and Padres are playing some Sunday night baseball. That is today's show sponsor. Um, yes, yeah, so be sure to download the locker room app and join Javi and I on Sunday for a couple of different locker rooms.
1: Yes, sir, for the ESPN game, national TV game. Yep. Uh, That should be a whole lot of fun, pre-game, post-game, all that stuff. Uh, I love doing those things, and I love doing them with other Locked On hosts. So definitely tune in for that. I'm Javier Reyes on the app, J-A-V-I-E-R-R-E-Y-E-S.
0: What about you, Lucas? I am LJ Fastball. Keep the Twitter name, LJ Fastball. Gotta keep the
1: continuity. I love it. I love it.
0: Because I, I did nothing but throw heat in high school, you know, for, from from the freshman <laughs> games to the JV games as a senior, you know, throwing nothing nothing <laughs> but heat. But uh, let's, let's go and get into it, man. We got a lot – you know, it seems like a lot of stuff to talk about. Padres have been in the news recently with COVID mm. and injuries and everything. So yeah. as a, as we sit here Thursday morning on in Central Time, Thursday afternoon, East Coast time, what what's up with the Padres right now?
1: Oh, man. I mean, so, like, despite the fact that my enthusiasm at the beginning, there's definitely, like, concerns. So Will Byers – Fernando Tatis Jr., Eric Hosmer, and I don't know if they've officially been placed on the I.L., but Jorge Mateo jerks and Profar. It's it's a lot, man. Austin Nola was playing second base, I'm pretty sure, at the end of uh, the first game of the doubleheader the other day. So that was <laughs> uh, it was at least something to see. It was something to behold for sure. Right. Um, yeah, so they head into this Cardinals series having dropped an unfortunate last game against the Rockies on a questionable no-call uh, with catchers interference at home plate revolving around Jake Kernenworth, but still they're on, they've been playing okay baseball and they've been having at least good pitching at the minimum. And I believe Joe Musgrove will be starting the first game uh, of the series against the Cardinals. Um, So that's cool. And just in general, yeah, it's been a team that hasn't had, aside from the Dodgers wins, I think that's one of the things is they haven't had those like statement bam we're here wins maybe the rangers just because Musgrove throws the no hitter right and then the dodgers games just on top of them just being exciting even if they had lost the one ended up giving them a 5-4 advantage even if they lost that just an incredible series but Absolutely. they haven't had like you know they lose some games against pittsburgh they lose a game against the rockies it's a little weird they haven't had the guess what yeah we're like one of the five best teams in the league they've right. been playing certainly like one of the five best uh but they just it, they haven't quite clicked around in terms of their whole team yet so hopefully I guess the Cardinals that'll happen but considering their offense is probably their biggest issue right now and the Cardinals have like I don't know one of the the three or four best bullpens in baseball uh, that might not be exactly a get right series for the Padres but nevertheless I'm looking forward to it
0: yeah, I mean, the Cardinals come in. I mean, they're either going to be um, 23 and 15 or 22 and 16, I think is what the records will be by the time they come in. And, you know, up until those Brewers series, they were playing really good baseball. Uh, the offense have kind of been shut down the last couple of days with, um, Brandon Woodruff pitching on Wednesday, he's solid. Freddie Peralta was really solid on Monday as well. Cardinals were able to come back extra innings. And and really, yeah, the pitching has been the name of the season so far for St. Louis, both, I think, starting and bullpen, but especially that bullpen. You know, you're going to have your blow-up games. Everybody does, and that that is what it is. But for St. Louis, it's really – if the Cardinals have a lead past the sixth or seventh inning – I'm feeling, especially past the seventh inning. I'm feeling real confident um, as mm-hmm. to who's coming on the mound. I mean, Alex Reyes has only given up one run this year. Um, you know, he's bent a lot, but he's only broken once. Hernandez uh, Cabrera is on a, a mm-hmm. streak, streak right now of scoreless innings. So, yeah, the bullpen has been the name of the game, and the offense for St. Louis has kind of been hit or miss for the most part. The outfield has mm-hmm. been better than I expected, and you know, really, a reason why they didn't win that Padres series in Game Three was that they didn't hit. You know, that they hmm. they got no hit by, not no hit, they got shut out by the entirety of the Padres' bullpen, it seemed like. So I think it'll be fun to see the rematch, but it sounds like mm. we're not going to get to see a Tatis rematch this weekend.
1: Yeah, it's, it's rough, man, because it was such a great series. Yeah. I forgot, is this game in St. Louis, this series? I forgot. No, it's in San Diego. It's in San Diego. Okay, so they're in enemy territory, the, the Cardinals <laughs> are. Um, I was like halfway, like... curious to see if the Cardinals had any like retaliation against that team. I don't think, though. The Cardinals strike me as a very, we're sticking to baseball organization. Like, it does not strike me as a type of team. Like, maybe they might do like a little chess beat thing, but with guys like Flaherty on that team, I'm like, they don't strike me as a type. If any team's going to do it, it's going to be like the Braves, right? Uh, Because (laughs) they apparently don't want to defend their own player uh, and Acuna all that much. Um, (laughs) But yeah, your team. It's been basically, what's funny is I'm just, and I'm looking at the stats right now, just in terms of batting average and on base, the Padres have been actually just around the same level, or if not, a little bit better. But in terms of just home runs, driving guys in, the Cardinals have been able to do that a little bit more. I know you guys have Dylan Carlson, have him on my fantasy team. That's been great. Um, But I'm wondering now (laughs) to ask you a question. What has the experience been like? What has been the, because It gets a little bit forgotten that, yeah, the Padres had that insane 24-hour period, Snell and then Darvish 45 minutes later and then signing Hassan Kim. But it gets a little bit forgotten that the Cardinals, if not for the Padres, would have won the offseason with Mm -hmm. the addition of Nolan Arenado to the team for, I don't know, a bag of chips. But in fun. all in yeah. the grand scheme of things like a bag of chips and maybe maybe throw like a candy bar in there too Walking and a gift card at GameStop yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throw gift card to like you know, Dick Sporting Goods um yeah. how has the Nolan Arenado kind of watching experience been uh so far for you
0: It's been everything the doctor ordered for St. Louis you know I, I'm not trying to say this is like a franchise altering move because the fr- franchise wasn't bad before him but if anything this is probably a, a career altering move for Nolan mm. I mean to go from all due respect, but a subpar franchise and a really subpar team and the Rockies to go to a franchise and team like the Cardinals is always an upgrade and he has fit in perfectly, man. He really has. It's been like, yeah, like I said, just what the doctor ordered. He, he's gelled with these guys. Great. I mean, an opening weekend when Castellanos flexed over Woodruff or yeah, Woodford and we had the whole, you know, brawl or yelling match at Cincinnati. He was right in the thick of things, standing up for his teammates, Loves St. Louis, um, I would be shocked, and again, knock on wood, but I'd be shocked, like <laughs> appalled, shocked, sad, terrified if he opted out after this year or next year. Um, you know, the, the average isn't quite there yet, but he, he's had great moments. I mean, on open, home opening day, he had a go-ahead home run in the bottom of the eighth inning and got a curtain call. I mean, he, he's just gelled so well with this team. He's made this team so much better both with the bat and with the glove that it's really hard to think about what this team would be like without him, um, both. Statistically and intangibly, he's just been a godsend for this team. It's, it's an extra bat behind Goldschmidt that's been able to provide some protection, yeah. and it, it's been nothing but a joy to watch him. I know that uh Ryan Latica, former host, and Paul Holden, current host of Locked on Rockies, might disagree with that, but for me, it's been a joy to watch him in Cardinal Red. It's just, it's been oh, man
1: it's just, and it's funny because with Goldschmidt, it's kind of the same vibe, right? And I know the Diamondbacks weren't like they weren't like an embarrassing organization. They had a couple runs. You have the the year they trade for JD Martinez and they they make the playoffs. I think they made the playoffs and they yep. they like went for it a little bit and like you know it just didn't shake out their way. And mm-hmm. some guys didn't totally click, but for the Rockies, it's like total abysmal stuff. But you guys have these two Really like some of the, I I would argue two of the most underrated superstars in the league, just in terms of fame and kind of being known are probably Nolan Aaron and Paul Goldschmidt. I mean, Paul Goldschmidt's a a first baseman at some point who was like the most athletic guy I've like ever seen. Yeah, guy's like (laughs) stealing 30 bases. I'm like, what's going on? I know (laughs) he isn't running uh, that same way anymore, but he's still such a good bat, such a good eye at the plate. He's dangerous. And he was the one guy I was scared of um, in the playoff last year. And he made the Padres pay. He was, he was really good at points. Um, and also another kind of interesting thing that I've been watching is you guys have had your own Puerto Rican power going for you. Us for the Padres with Victor Caratini, who apparently is the, the next to Eric Hosmer, be the most clutch guy on the team, but yadi Molina, what is going on? I mean, I mean, I would love to ask what you think, because I imagine at some point, if he keeps it up for like another week, we're going to get the takes, we're going to get the hall of fame, Yadier or Molina, yes or no. And he's yeah. been awesome for it. And that is to me, I wasn't. I didn't think the Cardinals would be bad obviously. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd be quite good. I was I had a couple of questions that we could get into in a little bit, but I did not expect the idea Molina to be just this good so far. What has that been like?
0: It's been pretty incredible to be honest. I mean, I think he, he's he he's turned about the clock. I mean, there's no other way mm-hmm. to say it. He's hitting above 300, 330, I think last time I checked. <laughs> Slugging's high, on-base is high, some clutch hits, situational hitting. He's always been a good situational hitter, but I mean, as yeah. he's gotten older mm-hmm. the power's gone away, right? I mean, yeah. he, but you know, not, he's not hitting 15 home runs already. But it, you know, he, he's been a nice resurgence. You know, in, th- in this lineup that can really, at times, get really weak past Nolan Arenado uh, at, at times because you got Paul DeYoung, Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader that can be kind of streaky, right? Yeah, Molina's been a nice consistent, you know, consistent threat. I mean, he started off over four on opening day and then had an 11 game hitting streak. Um so he's been nice and consistent even when he was hurt Kisner did a nice job filling in for him but it's been really nice to see Yadi come back and fr- from the injury and also just come back from kind of a weird year in 2020. You don't know how his body was going to adjust to it and everything like that. Being a little bit older, got of stick to his routine, but it's been awesome. And, you know, it's always good to have yadi on your team for um, mentoring the, the pitching staff and everything like that. So y- yadi has also been exactly what the doctor ordered when it, when it comes to what the Cardinals need. Um, and, and that that's been huge for this team. Um, like I said, same thing, similar or not similar answer. You know, it's, it's, it's w- what the doctor ordered both statistically and intangibly, because no one's better at guiding a pitching staff than yadi or Molina.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's just – what a guy. I mean, I I obviously got love for him. He's Puerto Rican, so you know how I feel about it. Oh yeah. Any any Puerto Rican in the league, I'm just a fan. Carlos Correa, again, I have to say this every time I say this. Carlos Correa on paid temporary leave from the Alliance right now. We still claim him, but we're not going to celebrate him right now. Um, He's been amazing. Um, But, Lucas, you know what else is amazing and is a good thing to just have in your life? Yadier Molina, Victor Caratini, you you love having those things in your life. But you know what else is fantastic? What's that, Javi? Betonline.ag, my friend. It is the fastest and it is the easiest way to bet all of your sports action. Baseball season. Obviously, we're talking about baseball right now. It's obviously in full swing, and you could track all the action at Bet Online, all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Obviously, baseball, the NBA, you know, those playoffs will be starting up soon. The NHL and all of your UFC, you know, mixed martial arts sort of action before the next pitch. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Two teams we're talking about here are probably going to be playoff teams, or at least they're projected to be. Uh, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. They give you stuff for signing up for something that's free. How awesome is that? Uh remember to use the promo code Locked On Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts.
0: So, Happy, we've talked a lot about so far, kind of the, the Cardinal side of things, and transition a little bit into the Padres. You know, mm-hmm. it's it, the the, the No West to me has just been what the hell. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> such a bizarre situation i mean if you would have told me that on may 14th that the giants would have been in first or second place Mm -hmm. i would have slapped you across the face so what's been going on in the nl west and why aren't the padres playing better it's so there's a couple things right so first of all
1: just the giants if you had told padres fans that the dodgers would be in this such a streaky point and then they really wow really where did we go in those games oh you know like four and six, something like that, or whatever it was. And then and it's like, oh, are we still leading the division? No, it's actually the Giants. A lot of people would be surprised. Yeah. However, I will tell you, and I, I'm not going to talk too much about the team because, you know, go listen to Ben Caspic of Lockdown Giants, but yeah. I was kind of into the Giants. I don't think they're going to win the division. I still don't. I yeah. still think at some point just the, the lack of some surefire kind of stars on that team might come back to haunt them a little bit, although I think Gosman is legit as hell and I think that um Discofani is a great buy low for them Mm -hmm. I love what they did with that team but they were kind of this island misfit toys team that they signed all these little reclamation projects almost that have turned out great and Longoria is back so I'm not surprised that they're a competitive team um I imagine that they'll be a little bit above 500 uh, is what they're kind of projected to be right now we'll see what happens but I'm not too surprised about that but just in general the division has been all over the place really it's been one of the divisions of baseball that you could argue is one the best and two it's just, and it's it's for so many different reasons, right? You have the Car- Carson Kelly, you know, over at the the, the Diamondbacks has been amazing. And yeah, you know, unfortunately, well. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, I did hear that uh, Zach Gallen, um was experiencing some tightness. So a lot of people are worried about what that could mean. Another former um, Cardinal on Arizona.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Guy. And yeah, and just in terms of the Padres, it's been awesome to watch them pitch. Mm-hmm. Their offense is just, like I said, it's the most maddening, good like objectively pretty great team in the league for sure uh, the Padres right now it's just really frustrating to see these guys who and that's the funny thing about the Padres they're so bad past five years of just simply getting on base and now they have that but now they're not hitting the home runs and not getting the extra bases and not getting situational hitting except for apparently Victor Caratini and Eric Hosmer and now (laughs) with the lineup as kind of dilapidated and weakened as it is after this this COVID um, thing uh it's it's not great heading into this Cardinals series it's one of those things that yeah I really would have liked to sweep the Rockies yesterday just because of that but going up against the Cardinals and you, know, you got Jack Flaherty and, and these guys who you know I, I'm a big Jack Flaherty fan I think he's really good and a cool dude yeah. um he's been I guess I feel like the Cardinals their only concern might be is Flaherty like an awesome number two and like a low end number one I guess that's the only criticism right now but he's freaking consistent so uh looks a lot better than last year certainly but with the padres they've got darvish and they've got snell who's been eh, what's the word disappointing <laughs> that's the word i was looking for uh, he hasn't been so that's great so easy time. word to find yeah. yeah yeah it's an easy word to find um he hasn't been great so far but i'm, I'm still hopeful i'm like i put my concern at him i, I was at 30 percent before now i'm at like a 40 percent because okay. at some point i have to start worrying about why aren't guys chasing pitches out of the zone? Why is it that you would think transitioning to the National League, it would actually – that hitters wouldn't immediately know what to do against him. So right. that's been very weird. It's about you know, nine – every nine at-bats, you get a pitcher, all that stuff. Um, yeah. So hopefully he figures it out. But then Joe Musgrove has been able to step up, and the bullpen's been great. But the big story with the Padres is the offense. Uh, I read the numbers before like 23rd in home runs, like 25th in slugging percentage, something like that. It might've changed yeah. uh, a little bit after the doubleheader, but they just, they haven't had the consistency um, of a lot of their guys. And even Manny Machado, and I know Tatis is hurt right now, but Tatis secretly basically had that Dodgers series. And other than that has been solid, but not playing like a star. Uh, mm-hmm. He basically just had the five home runs in two games or whatever the heck it was. Yeah, and the, was and the, the, the Trevor Bauer taunting and all that stuff. And that other awesome. than that though, he hasn't quite been the kid yet. He hasn't quite yeah. done it yet. I'm still so optimistic because, you know, we're, we're, in, we're in May uh, yeah. and there's still time for a team like the Padres, especially like the Padres that, you know, with the Cardinal series, you saw there. They have the type of offense that can just erupt mm-hmm. uh, very, very quickly, depending on the situation.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a deadly offense. I mean, two, two things. Um, one thing, real quick with the Giants. I mean, we've, mm-hmm. seen, we've seen them have a land of mis- misfit toys in the past and win three World Series teams with them. You know, I mean, yep. no, no disrespect to those teams whatsoever, but, I mean, <laughs> some of those teams didn't have as many superstars as typical World Series teams do. I mean, you talk about Jack Flaherty. You'll actually like this, Javi, or, you might like this as a Padres fan, might not like this as a baseball fan. You're going to miss mm-hmm. Jack Flaherty because Jack Flaherty pitches Thursday. So Flaherty mm-hmm. will not be on the bump against the, the Padres. So, All right. Yeah. Like Padres, Padres have a chance now. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I think that, that's a good point you bring up about Flaherty about, you know, is he a good number two or is he a bad number one? You know I mean? Yeah. He's toeing the line right now. And his numbers weren't great right. last year. He, he kind of had, you know, one bad start against Milwaukee, which is who he's starting against uh, Thursday, which will be, again, when I'm recording this, I don't know how it went. So it could have gone really bad. could have gone really good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, I digress. Um, yeah, when, when you think of the Padres, definitely like on paper, one of the more exciting teams in, in all of baseball. I mean, you take Tatis yeah. alone. I mean, then you throw in a Machado. Then you throw in a, a seasoned vet like Hosmer. Do you think any part of this has to do... Is the chemistry not there? Or is it just guys not really performing right now?
1: I don't think it's... a Well, because there's not too much change in the lineup. I guess you could argue that and I imagine the Dodgers fans would argue this, that last year was kind of the first good years we'd seen of Will Myers. And it was the first consecutive good year, uh, well, not consecutive, but it was the first good year for the Padres that Eric Hosmer had had. Mm-hmm. And it was fair for everybody to be like, those guys kind of broke out last year. Should we expect that for this year? And what's been so funny is those guys have actually been pretty okay. The biggest weaknesses of the lineup have been Tommy Pham, um, what's a uh, Tatis at the beginning of the year was especially struggling. And even Manny Machado to a degree is also struggling. Although he is my concern about Manny Machado right now is like a 0.5%. <laughs> like if there's anything I'm concerned about, it's just fielding, not even feel I can, I'm not everybody just ignore me. Uh, I'm not right. concerned about him at all, but fam, fam doesn't have the same pop off the bat that he used to have, maybe even with your team, with the Cardinals, right. um, and certainly with the Rays. But I'm still, some of them I mean, if you just pull up his StatCast page, he's still hitting the ball, he's still making good contact, and if you just watch him, still a really great eye at the plate. So I'm still optimistic that he can be a 270-350 guy, which right. is good, especially for this lineup that already has power up the wazoo right they don't need a guy who is going to hit 30 home runs uh they just need a guy who's going to get on base and be driven in by those guys that hit home runs so hopefully that guy can improve um and then guys like Grisham I've been on the Grisham thing I'm like yeah everything he did last year it's just going to get better and so far this year he's been awesome I would Mm -hmm. like him to cut it down the strikeouts a little bit and just slap the ball around a little bit better but in general he's been great so it feels like a just not executing um, yeah. So far, I think that Kron- and Cronenworth has been good. That's what's so weird. I just named like five guys that are playing well. And then there's four guys that just aren't. So, right. And I don't I think that that has to even out. It has to regress to the mean um, at some point, especially with Manny and Tommy Fam. at least in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think that, that, that that's a good assessment of what the Padres you're at. And before we get into breaking down the, the, the pitching probables. Let's talk about something that, that's always really good, and no matter what chemistry you've got with somebody, you're gonna taste, it's going to taste good, and that is Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar has nine incredible flavors, including the limited-time flavor. And When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're very passionate about their favorites. Um, and here are the nine, if you, if you don't know them. They're coconut, coconut almond, cherry raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. Javi, what's your favorite?
1: My favorite, man. I mean, they've had some great flavors before. They Limited have. edition flavors. They had the the coconut brownie chunk, which won Ooh. the Built Bar Madness. Oh, oh, oh man! But I'd say right now, oh man. And I'm also an apple almond crisp guy. Hey, Built mm-hmm. Bar, put that one back in. I need it again. I need it bad. That's my favorite one. I'm like the. Oh, I'm on apple crisp, apple almond crisp islands. I'm like the only one who thinks that's their favorite flavor. Um, but I'm a big fan also. I just got my mama box of them actually for Mother's Day. Uh, Cherry Barcia is just mm-hmm. banging. Absolutely banging.
0: Yeah, I gotta go double chocolate. I'm a sweet tooth. So the fact that these are all covered in chocolate and this one mm-hmm. is chocolate inside of it, oh, it's oh, a yeah, win-win it's, for me. Got it's incredible. I mean, you, you can't not have chocolate, but they're still incredibly healthy. Most of them are only 17 have 17 grams of protein, but only 130 calories. So they're super healthy. So right now, while you're listening to this, head over to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked15 L-O-C-K-E-D one five to get 15% off your next order. You get that for just listening to a Locked On podcast. Once again, Locked 15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so let's, let's finish the show. Let's, let's get into the probables. And sometimes OMB.com has wrong probables and it drives me crazy. But we're going to go with it, see who we've got. First up, starting today, on, on Friday, whenever this show gets released, Joe Musgrove, hopefully our, our pal Sully doesn't call another no-hitter, and Musgrove <laughs> doesn't throw another one, versus Johan Oviedo. I'll, I'll go first on this one. Oviedo is is a rookie, technically. He pitched a little bit last year. He, he's a guy with, with high upside, but we've seen probably three good starts from him in the last year. And then the other starts have either been mediocre or, or just straight up bad. Um, If he goes past five innings, that's a win. I mean, if he gives up less than three runs, that's a win, no matter how many innings he goes. Um, He's a guy that, that, has the makeup of somebody who will most likely spend his career in the bullpen when it's all said and done. But right now the Cardinals need a spot starter with Carlos Martinez hurt. Miles Michael is still working his way back. So to me, this is one of the bigger wild cards in the Cardinals rotation. Um, And it just so happens that he's going to be going up against a guy like Joe Musgrove. So you you don't know what you're going to get. Oviedo could be lights out, shut you down. Fantastic. Or he could struggle. It's just just a matter of which Johan Oviedo shows up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And
1: with, with Musgrove, and this is this is what I was looking forward to hearing about you, especially with the Cardinals rotation um, sure. and whether or not they need to add another arm. I, I'd also be curious to see, like, if they make a move at the deadline, that'd be interesting. Um, but we're far off from that. But with Musgrove, <laughs> yeah. some of the pods, Padres fans, this is a myth that I must be debunked. Is everyone's like, he hasn't been good. He's 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 never been the same since the no hitter. It's like, well, first of all. Repeat your sentence since the no hitter. Right. Uh, I like that. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good start. Um, yeah. May I interest you in a four inning game with only around like one run? Not too bad, right? May I interest you in a seven inning game allowing two runs and striking at 13? Okay. So there's two pretty good performances. Last two, he's given up one run. And then the last one against San Francisco, which he did get a little bit hit up, left yeah. the curveball, which I think he's prone to. The curveball mm-hmm. can hang up in there every now and then, which is, I think, that's also curveballs in general, I think, sometimes. It doesn't have enough, you know, down movement. Yeah, don't you know, snap apper- it off enough. Apparently, you've got Alex Reyes, who, not a coincidence with the name, the last name, by the way, <laughs> um, that he throws the thing to the moon, and then it comes all the way down. Uh, to the, the drop on that pitch is just absolutely phenomenal with with Alex Reyes. So that guy's a beast. I uh, can't wait he to is. see what happens with him. And he kind of struggles a bit against San Francisco. Uh, twice uh, San Francisco is able to, to hit him up a bit. But my response to that, aside from just the, the good starts that I mentioned, is he's also the number three starter. And right. if you guys were expecting that he was – I said this right after the no-hitter. If he finishes the year with like a 3.5, 3.6, that's good. That's your number three starter. The one you should be concerned about is Snell. Mm-hmm. Number three starters, they have really high upside sometimes, and then they're going to have games where they're kind of eh. And also the Padres are deep as hell. Like it's okay right. that – the Padres don't need Musgrove to be uh, a Hugh Darvish quality guy, a Jack Flaherty quality guy, a Corbin Burns quality guy, whatever. They need him to be a number three guy. And so far, he's lived up to expectation. And what I love is everyone talks about the curveball usage. He also has had an uptick in cutters, sliders, everything. He's not. Ju- it's not just that, the reason that he's been uh, performing so much better uh, with the Padres. So I'm optimistic that he can turn in at least a pretty quality start. Mm-hmm. Um, not in the definition of it, but at least go out there and not get hit the same way he did against San Francisco.
0: I hate that stat. I think a quality starts the stupidest thing. I mean, if you go six mm-hmm. innings and give up three-earned runs, that's a four-and-a-half year, right? Like that, that's mm-hmm. just not quality to me. But that's a soapbox for me. That's a soapbox for okay. yeah, that, that, me. Yeah. So that game is uh, May 14th today when it gets released at 10, 10 Eastern, 9, 10 Central. Um, And you can watch that on your local stuff. And then Saturday, uh, a little bit earlier of a start time for Cardinals and Padres, 840 Eastern, 740 Central on FS1 on TV. This, to me, is a fun matchup. You've got the Cowboy, Chris Paddock. I think that's his nickname. That's what he goes by or something like that. Sheriff. (laughs) Uh, The Sheriff. Thank you. Yeah, the Sheriff, Chris Paddock versus um, good old Uncle Charlie, Adam Wainwright. Two guys that, that pitch differently. Paddock will blow you away, but... Paddock's ERA doesn't look super high. What can you tell me as somebody who covers your team every day about Chris Paddock?
1: Uh, Chris Paddock, man. First of all, just <laughs> log on to Padres Twitter and you find a lot of funny jokes about him. I love Chris um, Paddock. He's, he, I, he mentioned a comment the other day where he was like, I don't want to be the sheriff anymore. I just want to be me. And I think that's him trying to tone down, relax a little bit. Just like, I honestly, I, I kind of believe him. It's it's a cliche to say, I just want to be me, man. Like, it's so cliche <laughs> to say, but I actually kind of believe him. His last start, he was pretty good against San Fran, um, giving up no runs. First time he had done that. Um, he gotten a little bit lucky in terms of his ERA not being inflated more because there was some, some uh, errors. And people were roasting me on the podcast, by the way. Uh, I didn't know Choc- that if there's two outs that if you um, make an error for what would have been the third out, that those runs don't count. I had no idea like that for the rest, like in perpetuity. They just, (laughs) I had no idea. I was like, really? I thought it was just the guy that is on base or the guys on base will currently not count, but I was wrong about that, but whatever. And it feels like he's had that happen for a couple starts. So his ERA is probably a little bit lower than it should be. But in general, he's, I'm optimistic that he can figure it out. I want him to start throwing curveballs more. I want it to have more of a better pitch mix. I think that's the issue. If he's throwing his fastball so much and it doesn't have as much vertical movement as I would like it to have, then he's going to get touched up. And it's the ball is, is really straight. But again, as I mentioned with Musgrove, is this guy's you're like your fourth or fifth starter. That usually means you're in pretty good shape. Imagine right. the Padres right now with lament hurt and with Paddock struggling. Imagine if they didn't have Snell, Musgrove and Darvish like this would right. be I don't even want to imagine that nightmare scenario. So shout out to AJ probably for making those moves. Um, so Paddock, I'm hoping just delivers decent starts. Uh, I don't know what to expect from him, but I also think it's a little bit of an overreaction for people to say that he he's bullpen is his destiny. He's still young. He can yeah. still figure things out and, you know, change up is still good at minimum. His change up is still one of the better change ups in the league. And uh, I also appreciate your shot at quality starts before, which yeah. may or may not be the rule set that we're using in our fantasy league, but you know,
0: You know (laughs) what? I have a confession to make, Javi. I haven't looked at that fantasy league (laughs) since the second week of the year. Yeah, I'm I, I I haven't fair. It's that, fair. I, You're probably yeah, not the it's only that one. way in three different fantasy leagues that I've joined. Three <laughs> different ones. Locked on fantasy baseball so Scott Cullen will be so disappointed in me. Um, but if you want to see curveballs from Chris Paddock, you'll see curveballs from Adam Wainwright, his counterpart mm. tomorrow. Wainwright is a curveball machine, and it started against San Diego last year in the playoffs. Um, we went three and a third, gave up two earned runs, six hits, two walks, struck out three. So nothing to write home about. Wainwright's going to have his blow up starts. I mean, he's 40 now or 39 or 40 years old. Mm-hmm. He's going to have his blow up starts, uh, but he's also going to have really good starts. He pitched a complete mm-hmm. game against Philadelphia. He's thrown seven shutout innings against Washington earlier in the year. So it's really like, it's not like that much of a drastic thing that I usually like, to, like with Carlos Martinez, it's which Carlos Martinez is going to show up. Is it going to be the all-star or is it going to be the really bad one. Similar question with Wainwright, but I, I have more confidence in Wainwright than I do in Martinez. Um, if Wayne is able to locate the curveball and if his cutter is sharp, because sometimes his cutter can just kind of spin up there, becomes a cement mixer up there, and mm-hmm. it's just it people can see off. Um, so if his cutter is sharp, then that usually means he's going to be pretty solid. Um, sinker as well, but more so his cutter is what he relies on more so on, as a fastball. So that, that'll be an interesting one. And then the Sunday night baseball game of the world It, it should be a fun one as well. Um, 708 Eastern first start. Ryan Weathers, who has a microscopic ERA. Um, <laughs> But you can tell us a little bit more about that versus KK Kim. KK Kim also got a start against San Diego in last year's postseason series. Didn't escape skip the fourth inning. Um, but he's pitched pretty well in this last couple of times out. He was able to go six innings against Milwaukee. And similar to your point with, with Paddock and, um, um, and Musgrove is that Kim is your five. Kim is your – Kim's probably your four. Gant's probably mm-hmm. your five. So if KK Kim is your four, if he gets a quality start, if he goes six innings and gives you three-earned runs, that's fine. You know, yeah. I mean, it, for, for KK, he's got massive movement on his curveball. His slider likes to jam righties with it. Um, so he's going to rely a lot on movement. He's not going to blow you away. He's just simply not. Um, it's not the kind of pitcher he is. But he had really good success last year. He's continued that this year. Um, it's just a matter of can he go longer than five innings. Um, and I think that he's got a good ch- chance to do that um, on Sunday because he, he he's built off his last couple starts. His last couple of starts have been really strong. So I look forward to him to, to build off those starts.
1: Yeah, and with our guy, Ryan Weathers, Excellent. oh man, he's been one of the nice, you know, he's been this year's kind of Jake Cronenworth a little bit out of nowhere. But to a degree, not as much as because Jake Cronenworth was truly, truly kind of out of nowhere. I think the thing that was exciting about him was that he could also pitch. And right. well and behold, <laughs> we don't need him to pitch. Not just because yeah. the rotation is good, but he's a really, really solid hitter. So love to see that. But with Weathers, the thing with him is he's always been a good control guy. And shouts to RM Layton explain to me because he knows baseball. He's just a lot smarter, me, to be honest with you. Uh, he was basically explaining, like, look, the thing with Weathers is he's always been a good control guy. And then he had an uptick in Velo heading into the offseason, this offseason. And I guess and what I was following was Padres were concerned. Will the uptick in Velo affect that great control he had? And mm-hmm. it really hasn't. So he's been really great. And I like that he's been a little bit of a gamer. You know, I, I know that this is not a, a empirically-based uh, thought, but he just – kind of has that those those times when he's playing against the Dodgers when he's striking guys out he's pumping himself up and he looks right he even hey when he gets at the plate by the way i'm convinced this guy's like no i'm hitting a home run this year i want <laughs> to at least hit one because he slaps the balls man i don't know so just if when you're pitching again he's going to be an out most likely but just right. be a little careful don't throw that you know meatball in the middle of the zone that's all i'm saying because i think he really wants a hit uh right there's but been excellent so far. Master of control. Um, he did have that little bit of an injury in the, hold on, what series was it? I think it was the D-back series. He left the game early and everyone was like, you got to be kidding me. We had LaMette leave early and now we have Ryan Weathers leave early, but thankfully he's been just He's been a godsend. He's been so good for yeah. the team. Um, basically, um, he's only allowed like a couple runs in his last like nine or so appearances. And like I said with the Dodgers start when he struck out six uh, and went five and two thirds only line one hit. He's just been great. And he might be that guy who secures the fifth spot in the rotation, especially depending on how Lamette goes. So while this isn't like the... I guess, the the ideal Sunday night ESPN matchup. I think that, guys, um, there's a good chance that baseball fans get introduced to some interesting kind of young talent in this game, I think, at least. It would been nice to others. not see the
0: Phillies or Braves play. I mean, oh, my God. Can we wow. talk about that? Four
1: of the five. Ridiculous. Four of the five games they've had, it's either the Phillies or the Braves. And I and it sucks because I, I actually do want to watch those teams. I don't want to watch them every week, though. What are we wow. doing? And the only other non – leap game was the the padres Dodgers, which Which was was incredible yeah it was an incredible game but it's just i'm looking at this like come on baseball put in the i don't care put in the cubs or just just don't put in the cardinals obviously like put in any team it's just it was it's just i've never seen that before Uh, i get the braves i just don't get
0: the phillies i don't get that i mean i know they're first place right now i just long term but it's just where they feel like that they bunch them together so much because i mean the cardinals Mm -hmm. are sunday night this week and next week but they yeah. play the Cubs next week, but then they're, they're not sending up baseball for the rest of the year. Right. I mean, it, what it's are just, you doing? Uh, I don't it's, know.
1: It's very weird how they do the schedules and stuff. Yeah, but, but I've been a proponent of years of being like, I, I don't even know if this is my hottest take. My hottest take is that every alternate uniform is good for teams. <laughs> That's my hottest take. I think uh, 162 games. Screw it. have, you know, for Cardinals, I don't care if they have a, a black uniform for some random reason that has a little bit of red. Just do it. It's different. Yeah. It's 162 games. Mix it up. Yeah. Uh, my other take is kind of like, I, I think it's weird that if you have this many games that you could go years without even seeing other teams mm-hmm. outside of your, like, you you might never play. The Cardinals will go years without seeing the Yankees. It's just mm-hmm. weird how that works. But anyway, that's a whole nother soapbox uh, kind of yeah, thing.
0: Yeah, um, We should have a, we, whenever we're like during all-star week or something, we should have an episode where we just get on our soapboxes and just preach yeah, about man. something that we, we, we have. I uh, can't wait for all-star weekend. That's right? going to be a fun <laughs> thing to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what's appreciate. your prediction for the, for the three-game series?
1: Uh, I'm going to go 1-2 in terms of the Padres winning one game, Cardinals winning two. Again, Look, betting on baseball and stuff like that and trying to predict individual series in such a large, uh, long season is a fool's game. Sure. But I do think that they're a little bit beat up right now. I think that I'm, I think the Sunday night game might be might be the one that I feel good about. I, I just really? I don't know. I just I like the weather's start coming back. Um, I like the idea of him showing up on a big stage. Like I said, I think he's a gamer. I think he's going to want to perform and and show out uh, on Sunday Night Baseball. But it really is a series that can go either way. These teams are both, in my opinion, very, very similar, where they have just a couple guys who are doing really good on offense and then some good pitching. Uh, In your case, it's the bullpen. In our case, it's been just a lot of good starters pretty consistently uh, going uh, deep into games. Um, I'm really curious to see how it pans out. And I'm kind of curious to see what it looks like to watch uh, Arenado in the in the old red uniform, I guess. So the Cardinals, they do get a lot of crap for being a boring team, but I I don't think that's really the case. (laughs) I know you you and I agree on this,
0: but it's just a stupid take. I think they just haven't had – Winning's not boring. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. I'm sorry. (laughs) I think it's –
1: I think they just haven't had – they haven't had someone as exciting maybe as Pujols. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Since Pujols maybe. I know they have good, exciting players, but – like they haven't Pools had. Pool doesn't guy come around that, very often. Yeah. And Pools doesn't come around very often. You wish that they had. Hey, like, imagine this team would trick Grisham. You know, that would be a fun uh, kind of player to throw <laughs> into the mix. But in general, I think it's a solid team. And there are other teams that are. "Quote unquote boring." I mean, the Brewers could be a little bit boring sometimes. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's not like Christian Yelich is, Aside from his Pete Davidson look-alike thing, when that thing happened, like, <laughs> it's not like that guy's the most exciting personality in the no, world. No, and so. Yelich
0: is hurt right now, anyways. So, but but anyways, exactly. So that that can be a topic for our soapbox. Um, i <laughs> I also go Cardinals two out of three, um, but I say the Cardinals lose tonight. I think they lose Friday. Uh, I don't I don't mm-hmm. think Oviedo gets to win. And I um I, I like Wainwright and I like Kim. I think that they, they both they both pitch well. I think they both rebound. That's a storyline. They both rebound from their wild card starts. <laughs> That's what I think happens. I think oh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. They both, they both struggled in their wild card round starts. So I think they both rebound, pitch well. And they take uh, games Saturday and Sunday. But um, Wayne so, does
1: a, a glove flip. I know there's no such thing, but he does a glove <laughs> flip instead. Yeah, he strikes
0: uh, out. He he strikes out Manny Machado to end the game. And the <laughs> glove. You know, Wayne Wright. <laughs> a big showboat. Yeah. Uh, but nevertheless, <laughs> it, it'll be fun regardless. And once again, we'll be going locker room some point on Sunday evening. Uh, be looking on our twitters for that. Speaking of Javi, uh, tell my listeners where they can find you.
1: Uh, you can find the Twitter page for Lockdown Padres at l o underscore Padres all kind of good memes on there too. And my <laughs> meme game is my, I've been returned to my it, meme it's one status. It's been back. It has, been, it has back. been back. Right. Yeah. it took a mm-hmm. little bit of a hiatus and whatnot. Uh, and then you've got my personal account, which is at Javapeno, J A V I I P E N O. I don't always tweet about baseball on there. I've been honestly upticking there with baseball tweets because the engagement is better. Honestly, to be honest with you and I want to have more likes and retweets. Um, but in general, all kind of memes and dreams on there as well. Mm-hmm. And got some cool announcements, hopefully uh, coming up soon for some little, little things, that I'm doing uh, that it. I can't talk about just yet. Very cool stuff. All I'll say is it does have to do with baseball. Love so looking it. forward to that. But otherwise, yeah, for sure. Check it out, guys.
0: Onwards and stay faithful. You bet. And for, for me, I'm like, you follow the show at L O underscore Cardinals. It's nice to say another L O underscore because there aren't a lot of those out mm-hmm. there. So mm-hmm. L O underscore Cardinals. Um, I, I'm, I'm very proud of my gift game. I'm not a meme creator. I, I just like finding <laughs> gifts for certain situations. So I'm very proud of yeah. my gift game. And then my personal is at LJ Fastball. Uh, I got, got to keep the solid name. So, But Javi, this was fun. Hopefully by the end of it, we'll be laughing and having a good time on Sunday night. So until Absolutely. I talk to Cardinals again, and it was fun talking to your Padres listeners, uh, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a great day.